0: Things you own, end up owning you. Yo, good people. Welcome to the podcast. Today's guest is Kitty Blumfield. Kitty is co-founder of New Strength. Kitty works with women and teaches them how to break free of restrictive diets, how to balance their hormones and restore their metabolisms. Kitty and I chatted about what path led her down to fixing her own problems, of which she had a few of, uh, her journey in the fitness industry, uh, we also chatted about some of the issues in the current fitness scene and how people can just get started. Uh, it was a super fun chat. She's a blast to talk to, and uh, I hope you enjoy this one.
1: Well, I um, to try and keep the story short, but like I got when I got divorced, I was uh-huh. seeing this um, kinesiologist. Actually, she was like a therapist kinesiologist. Cause this basically, you know, going off rails, drinking, taking drugs, and sleeping with unsavory men, and just being a loose cannon, basically, and. We would always talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always, <laughs> always talk about nutrition because I was always like, I was interested in it, but trying to find that next diet. And she just said one said to me one day, you know, Kitty, women who have thyroid problems shouldn't eat green vegetables. And I was like, well, What do you mean? Like, because I was, you know, just smashing back tons of green vegetables every.
0: Night, you know? <laughs> and oh
1: yeah, I would read this. Have you ever heard of Ray Pete and Emma Brackets, a nutrition coach? And I'd never yeah. heard of. Them. So I went away and I read Emma's blog defending fruit and other non-complex carbs. And I read Ray's work and I was just like, Whoa, I was like, this is, this is it. I was like, I found the fucking Holy grail. I was like, this is why I'm so, so messed up, you know? And I keep the time and then I just emailed Emma and had to work with her and did her 12 week course, popping the food bubble. And then um, she went on maternity leave and we just wanted to keep learning. So we went and worked with Dodie and Rob more closely with Dodie for a year uh, uh-huh. um, because Rob just, yeah, he doesn't really, oh, well, he doesn't really work. I think he likes to work more with men. Um, yeah, yeah. And which is understandable, you know, us women, we can be a pain in the uh-huh. ass.
0: <laughs> and how many years ago was this that you, that you met Emma and all that?
1: Like six years
0: ago. Oh, so, okay. So like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're not, you know, you've been in it, but that's plenty of time. I feel like to be in that circle. Yeah. And I mean, as, as far as the Ray Pete, uh, the Peteys or whatever people call them, people go i mean you're definitely the, fo- the most jack one i've ever met <laughs> so how, how did you start lifting i mean what's
1: the story when did you start lifting well How'd i you- met well it was the same time so like i basically met craig like i mm-hmm. was out one night with a friend and she bought him and then i met him and then at the same time i did the course with emma and he's a PT and like really loves strength training. Um, and so he started to teach me how to properly strength train. And I was like, I just loved it. You know, I just mm. like, you know, like you just fall in love with something. We took to it like a duck to water and decided to do a bit of powerlifting. And so that sort of, we learned about the nutrition and I got into the lifting and combined.
0: Because Craig
1: yeah. was sort of, he'd come from, uh, you wouldn't know this guy probably, but Damon Hayhow. He's like a recomp. He does this recomp certification. So it's Mm -hmm. like just all around body recomposition. So strength training and and measured nutrition. So Craig was already in that, doing that, but he was just eating different food. So he was eating the typical like oats and protein. Chicken and and
0: rice powerlifting foods, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. nut butter. So I was like, oh, you've got to do this nutrition. And then he taught me about, (laughs) we were just like, we've got to, like, we've got to do something with this because we just loved it so much. And we were like, you know, the rest of the fitness industry needs to hear about it. We just opened a gym and then developed our methodology over like three years of working with people and testing different things. Um, and so yeah, before
0: we- you started powerlifting and doing all those and met Emma and all that, so you weren't really into a- athletic stuff growing up, huh? Because you would think that you've been lifting since you were, you know, a kid and all that.
1: Oh, I was always, I would say that I was athletic. So like at school, I played a lot of sport, basketball, netball, mm-hmm. swimming, and I trained before I met Craig. But mm. it was never, I, no one had ever taught me how to properly lift. So I would say oh, okay. that, because you know, Craig always said to me, he's like, you're just a good, na- you're athletic. He's like, you're just mm. a, you're an athlete, a natural athlete. You know, you've got that mm. discipline and you can pick things up quickly. So like when he started to coach me and then I worked with lots of different really good coaches, um, mm. I just, I think naturally, I mean, I'm not good at singing. I'm good at lifting. But like, <laughs> you know, like this is something good at. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'd say, so six years of solid, proper lifting. And
0: so where does Craig get his, what's his, you said, you mentioned in the guy named Damon, never heard of him. I mean, what other what people does yeah. he follow that he gets his training from?
1: So he's worked with a lot of different people. We have um, initially, like a lot of his influence, people have influenced him of um, like Damon Hayhow. He's a, he holds world records in powerlifting and bodybuilding. Um, so he, he worked with him and became Recomp certified. So he's a Recomp certified coach. If you look, look that up, it's like mm-hmm. a situation you have to do. It's quite hard, actually. Um, you have to, you know, in an eight week period, you have to achieve a certain um, amount of body composition change. So you get points for fat loss and muscle gain. And, mm-hmm. and how do you guys
0: measure that? Do you measure that with uh, skin calipers or DEXA scans or how do you yeah. do that? Yeah.
1: So you have to go and mm-hmm. see a specialist, a Recomp specialist. They take all your mm-hmm. skin folds and weight at the start and at the end, and then you get a score. Um, mm-hmm. and you also have to lift a certain amount, so you have to squat, bench, and deadlift a certain number to be able to get the certification. Um, mm-hmm. But he did that, so
0: it's it's just those three lifts. It's just the classic powerlifting lifts. You're saying yeah. it's not like chin ups no. or anything like that. No. Ah, okay. So you guys are hardcore. <laughs> I like it.
1: <laughs> so he did that, and he worked with this another friend of ours, Maddie, who's who's had a lot of influence from that. And then we've worked uh-huh. with some really awesome powerlifters, um, Thomas Lilly. He's amazing. I worked with him for a year, just sort of fixed up some of, like my squat was a bit shit and, you know, I'd sort of developed a bit of bad, (laughs) not bad deadlifting technique, but I just really lift through my back. But we worked with him for a year. um, And, you know, Craig's just developed our own methodology, you know, that we use Mm -hmm. in our program. Um, Where else
0: do you pull from, from powerlifting? Do you know, do you know, have you heard of Westside? I mean, you're, if you're yeah, a hardcore yeah, powerlifter, yeah. you've heard but of Westside.
1: I, I would say though, our, our training's not powerlifting. Like it's not, Okay. It, it's, what we've taken from Thomas is just the execution of the three main lifts, like really mm-hmm. dialing in that execution. Uh, so our style of training is not powerlifting. It's just more the technique aspect of those three li- lifts. Um, yeah.
0: Which do cover a lot of bases. I mean, hey, if you know how to properly deadlift, properly yeah. do a squat and bench, you're you're pretty golden. Only thing I feel like uh, p- powerlifting, it, it is missing that overhead pull. I, I do think that p- the pulling pull-ups and chin-ups or stuff like yeah, that are I mean, quite they, important. They,
1: you know? They're just training specifically, obviously, for a goal of being the best. Of
0: course. Yeah, you know, I know. They're you know, eating like chicken and it's, rice. It's, and just, yeah. let's go, motherfucker. yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think, yeah, you I know, well. like
1: people, like I trained with Thomas for a year and did that type style of programming for, for a year. Most recently, and it's just, you know, just fucking squatting, benching and deadlifting every <laughs> second, you know, but you've become really good at the movements, obviously. You know? Oh yeah. Even so frequently. Oh and-
0: yeah. Your body starts looking like it, right. You have a big belly kind of going on. <laughs> well, <I think laughs> Some of the, the big food. guys. Right?
1: That's the food. That's the food.
0: But of course. Of course.
1: We yeah, well, we've, it helps. Yeah. We work with a lot of different, awesome, amazing coaches and pull different aspects of what they do and, and, you know, just because we've worked with so many women, so there's trends and patterns of what works, and we've just developed our own methodology and different types of programming, um, mm-hmm. you know, to suit our clients and wh- what stage they're into, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. Some, some so, people- like, to, st- to step back, like, I'm curious, yeah. like, how
0: has your training, you know, if before you got into this whole world of powerlifting and all that, I'm curious how, you know, what was your training then and how did you eat then? I kind of want to know the oh. backstory there
1: like a retard <laughs> so, yeah. oh so no I'm, that's not politically correct don't oh, you say that sorry, Kitty? yeah like a. we're in the la over here you sorry, can't sorry, say sorry, things like that around here i ain't like i ain't right like, like, <laughs> a, a like a stupid <laughs> fucking asshole, basically um like a tard just a Tard. tart is a, okay <laughs> <laughs> um you know, i would get up every day and i would drink my black coffee and i would go and cool. do rpm so like I did a lot of classes, um, yeah. RPM was my fast
0: morning, fast and cardio kind oh, of thing. Yeah. It's the
1: best. And then I, I, yeah. you know, quarter of a cup of oats with protein powder and water and blueberries. So I'd like shake it and then just eat it from the gym. Tasty. It was gross. <laughs> and then I'd have like the morning tea would be boiled eggs, you know, with carrot sticks or some sort of, um, you know, like capsicum lunch was always some sort of protein in a big salad. Sometimes I'd add, add some avocado afternoon tea was similar thing like nuts or boiled eggs Mm -hmm. more green veggies dinner was always salmon fish kangaroo big plate of steamed veggies bit of coconut oil kangaroo
0: that's Um, one thing I've got to go to fucking Australia try a kangaroo is it is it sort of like venison is it like deer you know I don't know what uh, you guys call it over there
1: oh it's got a real distinct flavor like I think if you get a nice like fillet and cook it Nicely, it's not too bad, but I bloody just for ages ate these ones from Woolworths that were like (laughs) sauce, and now I just can't eat it at all. Like it's the worst.
0: Too much kangaroo. Do you know? Do you know who Dmitry Klokov is? You ever heard of him? He's a weightlifter. He's a Russian weightlifter. He does a lot of seminars all over the world. He flew to Australia and he he had a kangaroo steak, and his reaction was like, it's just like beef, almost the same. You know, he's like a big Russian guy, but uh, you know, I want to try it out one day. So basically, you were doing a typical. golds kind of gym you know classic bodybuilding stuff
1: yeah well i didn't i wasn't even really like so before i met craig it was classes and then when i was doing lifting i ne- i didn't actually know how to lift properly you know like i'd just do um you know I'd, I'd come in and i'd do either the rpm or i'd do like an hour of cardio so i'd do like 20 minutes of hit on the bike the runner mm-hmm. and then the stepper and then i'd just go around and do like circuity type workouts like I'd squat, but the most I'd ever squatted was 60 kilos, you know, and I'd, yeah. never, I'd never deadlifted. I benched, mm-hmm. you know, I, I leg pressed, did bicep curls, like just all this sort of shit, but no one ever actually taught me how to execute the movements correctly. Yeah, And then obviously track and measure it and get stronger. So I'd say I was just like, you know, one of those chicks that you just seen in the gym. Just running Just around. kind of bouncing
0: around doing your thing. But at yeah. least you were still – it sounds like you still were lifting at least some, you know, some weights, lifting. which I think – I mean, because these days you meet, you know, some women don't lift any weights at all. They just sit on the machines, which is, like, even, you know, more of yeah. just, you know, masturbating. And it's just like, you know – or then they have, like, the little balls and they're doing something with the balls, you know. So, well, I, just I mean, at least
1: – I didn't know, so you yeah. know, like – Yeah, 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 did whatever I thought was the right thing to do, and I never really – I mean, I saw some PTs, but – no one ever actually taught me to lift like Craig taught me to lift.
0: Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But at the time, were you were you happy with the way you looked? Were you, did, did it serve you? Or do you, were you always trying to figure out how to lose more weight or gain more weight? Or?
1: I was always, I yo-yoed. So I was never really overweight. So I was good at restricting, but I would, I would go through these periods where I'd be really good at restricting and I'd get under like 60 kilos. And so if I mm. could be like 58 kilos, I'd be super happy because I'd be really small so it would mm-hmm. depend on how long I could restrict for to maintain that, and then I'd just fall off the wagon, and then I'd put weight on, and I'd might maybe get up to like sixty-four kilos or sixty-five kilos, right. and then I would just restrict again. So mm-hmm. I was always in this in this, either I was restricting and being good, um, or I was you know eating and binging and then putting weight on, and I found too like whenever like when I left my husband. I just, mm-hmm. I really, I really punished myself and I starved myself. Cause it, that to me felt like I, it was control and I was really tiny. So I was like, okay, I'm tiny. I'm skinny. Like I'm going to, I'll be happy. Obviously it was miserable. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but I think you know, maybe, yeah,
0: I mean, a lot of people, those things that you see them, you know, I, mm-hmm. I go to gyms often and you, you see people like that sometimes something emotionally yeah. is affecting them and then they just yeah. go in there and you know, I, I often see a girl that's just like, I'm like, should you just stop eating you know and i know something is going on you can tell they're on the stairmaster they got their fucking abs wrapped with those tight things you know that keeps their abs tight and they got their like whatever fasting tea or whatever the fuck they're drinking and um yeah i I feel it for them though you know because yeah it's sad exactly because i I know it's like but do something is going on right where it's it's body is such a weird thing where like people get high off that thing don't don't they like you know you start doing it
1: yeah like, you, yeah, like I was always like I needed to feel fucked. You know, like I needed mm. to feel like I'd smash myself because I love that adrenaline high. And then you would just yeah. and burn later. You know, I remember yeah. being at work and I would be like, like it'd be 2 o'clock and I'd be falling asleep. You know, like I remember mm. when I worked in Dubai, um, my boss and I would often drive to Abu Dhabi which is one of the neighbouring Emirates because the office was there and on the way back Mm -hmm. it would be like three or four o'clock I would just be sitting in in this seat (laughs) because I'd be be asleep yeah 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 Yeah. that's what it
0: always fucking people that get up at 4:30 or 5 a.m. I mean, you know, I go to Gold's, the famous Gold's gym in Venice here, you know, which yeah. is fucking closed now. But anyway, and you know, and they're open at 4 30, you know, and there's people there in the gym at 4 30. But yeah. you always wonder, like, they, they go to the gym, they do the workout. But what happens when like three o'clock comes around? Just like you said, they're yeah. all fucking crashed. So to me, it's like, just fucking sleep in and figure out your schedule where you can work out at like a normal human hour and get your yeah. workout in and not be so drained, because some people are just
1: draining, 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 draining. Well, that's what I used to I do. Too. Like, yeah, and I just didn't eat, didn't eat enough, and I didn't eat enough carbs. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing we'd do is sometimes him and I would stop at this cake shop, and it was amazing. Mm. And I'd just buy there was this carrot cake there, and I would get like two slices, and it, they were massive, and they had all this cream cheese icing, and I would just eat the whole like two. like. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was so craving sugar.
0: Of course, of course, and so I mean, did you were you experiencing any you know typical symptoms of that sort of di- dieting and working out kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I, and it's interesting now that I look back because at the time I didn't realize that it, it was so bad, but I had like yeah. regular and painful periods. There was like times when I wouldn't have my period for six months, you know, cause of the dieting. Um, yeah, I had yeah. had, a, had a couple of miscarriages. I had polyps removed. I had like back then I'd get pap smears and I had some precancerous cells removed off my cervix, like, you know, got put under and I didn't, at the time I just didn't, like realize that they were connected now that i'm better well i'm eating properly Mm -hmm. i don't have any of those issues anymore um yeah you know
0: i was it's like a huge right now it's so so many women i meet yeah either have no period Hmm. Yeah, or they just lose it or it's super painful, like you said, so many women that I, that I work with are, are experiencing that. And I, the sad part is that a lot of them are kind of thought like, that's ah, normal. It's okay. <laughs> it's I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a woman. you know, But yeah, I, I don't think so. You know, I, I don't know. Um, so when you had your you, earlier on, you said you had this like moment where you read like, Oh, yeah, this is it. I mean, so <laughs> what happened after that moment? You know, how, how did things change?
1: Well, I, you know, cause I just, it was the sugar, the ho- cause I was really so anti-sugar. And when I yeah. read her blog article, I was just like, whoa, like the, the fitness industry has been lying to me. Like this is the holy grail. I found it. And I, I mm-hmm. emailed her and just said, I wrote this big long email cause she was only taking clients by application cause she was about to go on maternity leave. And she took mm-hmm. me on board as a client. And I was just like, this is just life changing. You know, when you just, I just instinctively knew that what she was telling me was Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, changed or I just, I was, I'm a good client, you know, like when I find something, <laughs> I just go like, I in, you know, um, and I yeah. started to like eat sugar and, you know, eat all the foods that, um, she recommended and, you know, stop doing all the fucking stupid. Co- well, actually that's a lie. When I first started. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, was it like a 180%, you know, well, right away change was, or was it slowly? Well, with the diet, okay. Here's, here's sort of how it went. It was, I was all in with the diet initially, but Craig and I would still go and like eat pufa foods on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes we would go out and get like Nando's and have deep fried chips. So so we'd be good during the week. And then back then too, I still drank alcohol. Like I, I when I was younger, I was like a massive piss head. And when I met Craig, <laughs> like I didn't drink as much when I when I met Craig. Like I stopped drinking you know, I wasn't drinking every night anymore, but sometimes like on the weekends I'd still have some drinks and then, you know, maybe I'd eat that shit food. So I was in and had did some good changes. Um, but I still wasn't really being like, I'm not like I am now where I'm like fully immersed in it. Um, mm-hmm. And with the training, I started to train like Craig would program for me and teach me. But then, cause back then I worked in mining. And so yeah. after every session, I'd still do 15 minutes a hit because I was like, no, oh, you know, cardio. <laughs> you know, you got to get that high, right? Yeah, I've, I've been there,
0: right? It's like, you're fucking addicted to it, right? You yeah. have to like, and it's weird, because then, then there's days, yeah, if you don't work out for two days, you feel like shit, you feel like something is wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about it at our earlier, an earlier podcast, too. It's like, we have this, I don't know where it comes from, exactly. But there's this obsession we have, where it's like, if something is easy, and it's like, enjoyable, and tastes very good it can't be good for you. It's gotta be, it's gotta be something where you're fucking, you know, waking up for 30 AM morning cardio, you know, you gotta have that caffeine and you, can, you just gotta get stimulated and you gotta push through. It's like, I don't know where it comes from this thing, <laughs> but we're know. all brainwashed to believe it, it's true.
1: Yeah, I think too, like I always was really like, I've got to burn, um, need to do ca- cardio to burn fat. Like I always thought that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like I'm not anti, like we really promote, active recovery like go walking in the sun play with your kids go for a nice swim but we're like just mm. don't do any like smash yourself with running or hit because that's going to affect you your actual performance in the gym and our always our goal is to improve performances and the way and look i find strength training hard like it is difficult like i don't get to end my workouts think oh that was fucking easy you know like i don't do 10 10 <laughs> deadlifts at 130 kilos and put put it down the and go oh, yeah fuck that was a breeze but <laughs> it's not, that, it's not right. that continuous blogging yourself and feeling like I've got to feel fucked to that, that that was a good training session. I think like it's yeah. a more purpose, more purposeful, like the training. Um, yeah. it took me a little while to get finally stopped doing cardio like that cardio. Now I just walk Winston and then mm-hmm. it did take us a few years. I'd say before I really, I was always all in, but I still, like I said, drank some alcohol, Sue would eat some of those puffer foods and, I got to the point where like I had put on like a fair bit of body fat. So I was probably, I don't know. And look, this is not still not really high body fat and still probably healthy, but I also didn't feel as optimized as I feel now because I was still eating those pufers and still drinking and probably eating a bit too much starch as well. Um, And I was just like, I just got sick of feeling like, and thought, oh, you know, you're not really leading by example fully, like you're doing it, but you're not all in. So I was like, all right, that's it. I'm going all in, cut the drinking out you know, for like eight months, you know, oh. worked with one of our our friends, Maddie, just to get him through my skin folds and went and trained with him because he has the same sort of training methodology as us. So over like, I don't know, nine months, it was, I lost like, got down to like 22% body fat. Now uh, I'd probably... And I you were,
0: were you also eating a lot more? Did, did your so s- I, eating slowly go up?
1: No, I'd say I, cause I was eating like close to 3000 calories. So when I was oh, fatter
0: for the average woman, I mean, I know chicks that died down on 1100, that's their diet yeah, for 12 so weeks. Like, and we,
1: we just set the, we started at 2600 calories and sort of kept it yeah. between 25 to 2600 and slowly the fat came off. Um, and you know, now I'd say, I don't know what my body fat is now. Like it, I'd say I'd be between, I don't know, 23 to 25. And this is a good space. Good for me. Like I feel good where I am, you know, yeah um, you know, and and, then, yeah, I just, and just, just from there, I was just really consistent and I still drink occasionally. Like it's not that I don't drink.
0: You're a human. Yeah. It's like, that's what I I always say. It's like every once in a while you enjoy yourself, but it's, it's not something that you do regularly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel, I don't feel great after. It doesn't make me feel very good. And I don't like that feeling, that depression feeling and, the hangover yeah, I Even definitely feel like hang- yeah, yeah. hangover
0: is fucking rough these days yeah, yeah.
1: So I, I usually try and keep it to like two to four drinks in any if i do drink and i just mm-hmm. don't eat shit food now like I, I i never And look i'm not saying that anyone else should do this but i i will never eat deep fried food out ever like i just because <laughs> it. it just makes me yeah you know and the result mm-hmm. of that really ultra consistency means that i just i feel good i look better You know, but I enjoy it. It's not like I'm doing it and it's restriction. I still eat, like I had this great, you know, burger last night with yummy sourdough and I had it with air fried chips and coconut oil and I had a Coke with it and it was amazing.
0: Yeah. And I I, how do you get, you know, because women are so, these days, every woman I work with, they're so, I mean, if you tell them eat that kind of food, all of them are going to say, I'm going to get fat. Right away, I'm gonna be fat. You know, they're gonna be like, they're gonna think. How do you get them to slowly, you know, do incorporate some of those things?
1: Well, we we really encourage, and like you will if you eat too much. Like I think you can't d- dismiss calories in calories out to a point. You can't For like sure. like you if you are consistently only eating 1,200 calories. Like any woman who only really ever eats twelve hundred calories is going to be small. like you don't get to a hundred kilos eating twelve hundred calories you just you just don't you get there from restricting and then binge eating. Um, yeah. you know so like women who come in who are like me, who really restricted and were better at restricting um, and kept their weight down, they will probably have to gain weight like I did, you know because mm-hmm. when you're trying to improve things, um, and I think you know we we always encourage women to track you know, track and then gradually improve, increase your calories and start to work the foods in. And then you, you can see, you've got the data and you can go, okay, cool, I ate this food this week. What was yeah. the result? You know, do I have a gain weight? You know, we try and get them to look at the weight and the and all of the different measurements, it's just data. It's just data to help you work towards where you want to get to. And it's not as though you have to track forever. Like I, I don't track strictly anymore unless I have a goal, you know? Yeah. I just yeah. roughly track. I have a sort of base diet that I eat. Like yesterday, for example, i have the base diet that I've prepped. But then I was really hungry. So I just had the big <laughs> and more ice cream. And I had some, yeah. um, occasionally I'll have popcorn. I just love popcorn. I had some, this coconut oil popcorn. I just needed yeah. it. I was hungry. But it, it, it's, it's a sign of a, of a healthy metabolism, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think
0: all, all women, they just want to kind of eat salad for lunch. Most women are even doing the intermittent fasting now, right? They're just skipping breakfast or they have like an apple. Mm. And they have a salad and they have a, you know, a little piece of cheese and time to go to bed. Yeah. That's okay. pretty much it. It's it's really hard to, to break through that for me to, to like, you know, just start eating a little more because they do, initially do, women do start gaining a little bit of
1: weight. Yeah. Some do, some don't. Again, I think you've got to, you can't, it's not a blanket. Not everyone's the same, you know, like yeah. our clients that come in that are at a hundred kilos, you know, once we get them in it consistently, whatever calories we set them at, You know, and they're eating that consistently. Most of them will, if they're consistent, because consistency is key, will just gradually Uh drop body fat. But the ones like me that had really restricted to maintain their body weight, they usually have to put some weight on. And, but the other thing I think that most women, because we get it all the time in our program, they're like, Yeah, but kitty, you're always banging on about metabolism and eating more food. And I'm doing all of that. And I'm, you know, I'm eating like 2,300 calories, but I'm still not losing body fat. I'm like, Yeah, but you got to get strong. Like they forget this other side of it, of of getting stronger and and building muscle. And the reason that I can eat so much is one, yes, I do have a good metabolism, but I'm fucking strong. (laughs) I have this
0: thing where I, where I always tell people like, I'll go into the gym and I'll see a lady doing, uh, you know, the stairs or car or or one of the elliptical machines, you know, and I'll see her next week, next week. And I'll see her there for two fucking three years. And she still looks the same. (laughs) No change whatsoever. And I just think, I mean, so do so nowadays cardio for you is more go outside, walk your dog, enjoy yourself, right?
1: I just walk Winston. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like it because I, I mean, I love structure and routine. So Uh I get up every day, have my coffee and my breakfast and then I walk Winston. And and again, Uh I get out, I like to get out and get sun too. And the the movement's good, I think. Um, Of course. Especially because I sit at a desk all day. Like I sit here at my computer. Um, But I never run. You know, I never go and do a five, 10 K run or do sprints or anything. Cause like my training's hard, you know, when I train yeah. hard and I need the recovery, like you can't do everything intensely, you know, it's like train. I always say to women, what, what, what is your goal? Like train for your goal. If your goal is to be a marathon runner, train for marathons. You mm-hmm. know, if your goal is to be a good soccer player, you do training specific to that if your goal is to be toned and athletic, then you need to train like a strength athlete. That's how you train, and if you want a better metabolism,
0: you know. Kitty, what if I get really big and I get huge muscles? I don't want to look like a man.
1: I fucking wish that it was that easy. It's like it's, <laughs> not, it's, not, it's
0: that's not what it's I always hard. say. <laughs> that's what I say too. That's my reply. It's like fucking just try it. Trust me, yeah. try it. You know, it's, it's hard for it's hard for an average guy that has. I know never Craig says that, so he's out. like, if
1: you ever f- figure it out, tell me, because like I'd love to know how you can just get jacked. <laughs> it's years and years, yeah. years of training and just like. People, I think, forget too that, like, I've spent a lot of years working with really amazing coaches and being dedicated to that training, like three to four days a week, consistently getting coaching, you know, and it's like, and improving my technique and getting stronger. Um, and, I'm, and I'm a nat- natural, I think, just a an athlete, like that's, you know, i sort of have just done well at lifting. I don't know, some people, some things you're just better at. And it's like, it takes a long time and a lot of discipline. You know, I look at the women in our program, like just for example, Anna Hansel, who just looks even better than me. Like she's incredible. She's 56 kilos and just (laughs) jacked. 56 kilos, eats 2,400 calories, leaner than me. But she's just got that like drive and determination in her. And she's like meticulous with her training, like sends her videos in every week. You know, she's just, you watch her train, she has that grit you know, and she's so consistent with her food. Um, And I think if you want that result, you have to be willing to do the work. And it's like, I'm not saying that everyone should want this result. Like I say that to every woman in the program, like I'm not here to tell you how you should look, how you should feel. You know, you just need to tell me, Kitty, this is my goal. And I'll be like, okay, well, this is what you need to do to get there um yeah not everyone wants so you,
0: you don't just start lifting 100 kilo deadlifts no. overnight. It, yeah. somewhere and it's gonna take you a year to get to 50 or whatever and yeah. then yeah. it's gonna take yeah. another year yeah. so it definitely so i mean what's your training nowadays like i mean how so, many days are we do training
1: uh truly i only train three days a week it's so funny because like recently because i really value progression like that's one of my I think highest values and you know i've Done a bit of powerlifting. I did it for a year with Thomas and before that and competed and I liked it. But I was like, no, you know, I just, I don't. Now I think with where our business is at, like we're so busy all the time. Like if I, and Craig and I've talked about this all the time, he's like, if you wanted to develop your physique further or even get really much stronger than you are, he's like, you really have to apply yourself. Like, you know, maybe we'd do four days of training. You'd have to really be even more meticulous with your food and your recovery. And like, we'd have to, and, you know, I just don't want to do that now. I'm like, <laughs>
0: you're I'm, not playing on competing,
1: are you? Or, or are you playing? No, 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 no. no, I just like, now he's like, just be okay, Kitty, with just maintaining where you're at. Because it's like, you also want to feel good as well. Like, I want to feel rested. And, you know, my problem too, is that I'm so used to training at a high intensity my problem too is like yeah. just recently I was like, Oh, I might do this program from win at life. And it was like, it's called augmenter phase three, but it's designed for less experienced lifters. So, you know, mm-hmm. like when, when you're first starting out, you're not lifting to your true capability. Cause you don't have the skill level yet and you don't know how to train mm-hmm. hard. so you can do more volume and you can train more frequently because obviously like someone who's my weight's only squatting like 50 kilos and I'm squatting 110 you know, for sets of six. So I went and did this fucking program. Are you showing sure sure off, Keela? <laughs> no, no, but you know, like I'm just saying that, like I did this program where I was like oh, lifting with a lot of intensity and lots of volume. So week three, I just hit the wall. I was like, fuck.
0: You, know? <laughs> you got to rest. Well, you'd be surprised. Taking it back sometimes, you you might get a PB. A lot of times people take a week off, two weeks off, you know,
1: he's and I've just, been there too. He's just laughing. He's just rolling his eyes at me. So now my program is, it's low volume, high intensity. So three days a week, one to two yeah. Failure, like last session i think i had four working sets in my whole program
0: okay yeah yeah so you're so you're just so would, would you if you get a new woman that wants to work with you i mean is that how you would pretty much set up for training like three days a week no
1: yeah yeah. how yeah. would so you do what, it we craig we have like a process we put them through like a form that they fill out so it's mm-hmm. based on you know like what's their current capability how long they've been training for what equipment they have access to do they have any injuries what time commitment can they put in you know, if they can only do um, 45 minutes, three days a week, they're going to get a different program. Do they actually want to learn how to squat, bench and deadlift? So we have some women that don't want to put the time in to learning it, that, And that's yeah. okay. So we've got like machine based programs at the gym. And Craig's like, I don't care what you do. As long as you just progress it and we get stronger, that's fine. So the program that's going to work best for you is one you like and that you can be consistent at. So, yeah, I think
0: that's important. A lot, of, a lot of women don't want to learn how to weightlift, you know, Olympic okay. weightlifting or yeah. powerlifting. Yeah, and I, I think so. That's okay too, right? Yeah. So, but you still set them up kind of three, three or four, uh, days, three a workout, three or four yeah. days a week. Three to four
1: days a week. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, like, some, and then rest some, days. Yeah, some will just do, you know, like they'll just do, they'll hack squat instead of learning how to squat. They'll just hack squat. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you do that properly and you progress the load, like, yeah, low weight, you're going to get stronger. Yeah, you're going to build muscle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's really is. It's about the person and what they want to do and what they can commit to, um, you know, uh, and, and the ones that actually do want to learn how to squat bench and deadlift. Craig's got like a whole 12 months of um, like a program that he puts Correct. in mm-hmm. yeah. And like I said, like those augmenters, because, you know, when you're first learning, you need that frequency. You need to practice the the, the You yeah, gotta do it a lot. Yeah. To, to, to get better at it. Um, and then obviously once you get to my stage, when your techniques pretty dolly and you can just do one to two sets to failure and, and, and you yeah. obviously can really push to your maximum, you know, like right at the top of what you should be lifting. Cause your technique's good and you're strong. Um, Yeah. And
0: and if you're not quite there yet, though, I mean, what do you tell to an average woman that's, you know, that's been eating her green veggies and doing her cardio every day? I mean, how do you, you know, how do you get the ball rolling to kind of get them slowly started in um, maybe doing things differently?
1: Well, I think with our program, the women that join, like they're ready. They've been following Mm. me for a while. They're they're ready to join. Um, But if you were someone who was watching this you know, and you hadn't joined my program or a program, I'm like, I mean, look, this is just me, but I believe 100% in investing in coaching. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm someone who's invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in coaches for business, for lifting, because I want to find someone who's got the results that I want, and has been able to replicate it for others, and can has walked in my shoes, you know, so knows, like, you're going to experience this, you're going to experience it, just do this, just do this. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, if you can't invest in, if, if you can't invest in coaching, um, you know, like just read, read, like Kate Deering's got a great book. Um, you know, it's you good, metabolism, right? yeah, it's always better just mm-hmm. to start, you know, like we've got an amazing program called break free basics, which is just an entry level program, 79 bucks, lifetime access has two training programs, you know, meal plans, our supplement protocols, some really good educational videos around digestion and hormones. So it's like, I do believe that everyone can afford to invest in some type of, or small amount just to get them started. Um, mm-hmm. but I think you've just got to, you know, you got to, you got to, and this is what I would say to myself as well. What I was doing wasn't working. Like I'm, I keep banging my head against a brick wall, you know, doing the same shit over and over again. Um, yeah. Why dropping not more
0: calories, dropping more calories, right?
1: And, 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 and eating think, less consistency like you can't I see a lot of women do this they be consistent for a while and then they just go off track and they're like this isn't working I'm like yeah but it's not working because you're not being consistent this isn't something that you just do for a few days and then you fall off the wagon of course it's not going to work you know you've Mm -hmm. really got to you've got to ask yourself like what what is it that I want do I want to be free from restrictive diets do I want to build that strong body like I have to you have to change who you are um it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you don't be perfect but it means that when you fuck up and you have those micro failures, you stay focused and you just pick yourself up and keep going rather than going oh fuck i'm just gonna let it spiral out of control and go on this fucking five-day binge and smash myself with cardio you've got to just go be kind to yourself and go i'm in this for the long haul if i mm-hmm. make a mistake i'm just gonna keep going
0: yeah yeah, yeah? so yeah and I mean, do you think the, if you're looking at the fitness industry in general, do you think it's heading that way or do you think it's heading the other way? What do you think the current state of the fitness industry is?
1: Oh, fuck do you- <laughs> I, think, I don't know. I just, I think I forget sometimes about like, we've been doing this for so long now. It feels like a long time, six years. That,
0: you just focus on you, huh?
1: Yeah. And I forget, like, I forget about how shit it is out there. Like, how you know, with all the keto and the low carb and the restrictive diets, you know, I just Here think yeah. What we do is normal. Um, and yeah. I really try and stay in our own lane. Like sometimes people will send me stuff going, Oh, Kitty, I can't believe that this woman's posted this. I'm like, just ignore it. You know, like, <laughs> you don't want to spend your time on Facebook, strolling through, arguing with people about sugar and you know, like let people will come when they're ready, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. What I think. Takes time. It takes time. <laughs> and so what other, you know, you got your diet figured out more or less. Do you, what kind of, do you use any, use any supplements? I know you guys sell like a uh, cascara root, right? And you use yeah. some collagen.
1: Yeah. So Emma mm. and I, Emma, the nutrition coach and I wanted, cause I kept messaging her asking her, like, what skincare can I buy? What skincare? And there's just none. And I just met you one day and go, look, I'm thinking about doing skincare. And she goes, do you want a business partner? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> And so we just, Saturday was born and Saturay means um, saturated in French. Uh,
0: okay
1: and it actually nice. it
0: also means Repeating.
1: yeah yeah it also means <laughs> I think it means fed up too so like we, oh. were fed, we were fed up with just not having a product we could use and we so we've been formulating for the last year it's taken us so long we're nearly ready to release but in that time mm. we also, um we've got the gelatin the premium collagen we've got the clean casein we sell the cascara um we've mm. so just got those base supplements that we sell and that i just use every day there is just new Lot, I feel I like a lot
0: of yeah, yeah, I feel like a lot of people love uh, or use collagen and know a lot about collagen, but cascara is not one that's really popular unless if you're super deep into the you know repeat world. could yeah. you tell me tell us more about the cascara root
1: yeah, so it's like this age bark of this tree um and I remember when mm-hmm. Emma was um telling us telling Craig and I about it and the only way we could get it because it's really you have to be careful when you use it. Is you want it it has to be aged properly and like there's so many shit brands out there and the only one that ray recommends is this one from Farmer labor um mm-hmm. and that's that's what we get so we import it um and we buy it from a pharmacist uh because mm-hmm. Emma's a nutritionist and it's just well aged bark and it has it, it's like a laxative effect but it's not like a traditional laxative um Okay. where it's irritating to the intestines um, and it has a heap of other health benefits. Like Emma wrote this amazing big blog on it um, on our website. Wants I want to go and have a read, but um, it just, yeah, I yeah, hopefully
0: I can get Emma on here too. Maybe I can chat with yeah, her. And ask her Yeah. Too.
1: Yeah. She's amazing, but it's really good. I think when a lot of women start this, our program, they're constipated because of the years of dieting and low thyroid function. So it's just a great way to just gently get things moving and just make sure that people are having that regular bowel movement every day because it's just so important to get rid of toxins and estrogen. Yeah, i common Yeah, and I, I all yeah, mm-hmm. did-
0: like cycles and, and constipation with women, I think it's super common, some totally. of the biggest challenges they face.
1: Yeah. And you know, like I'll even still take it just a tiny little bit every day. Um, and you know, like if I miss a carrot salad, I'll take it If We're going traveling, I'll take it with me and you only need the tiniest little bit. It's just really amazing. And it's sold out now, like we sold out Mm -hmm. our first batch so quickly and we're waiting for more to come in just because of COVID it's just been hard to get it. Um, it's a really, (laughs) it's a really beneficial supplement. I reckon everyone should have it in their toolkit, like just have it. And it lasts, it's this little bottle, but because you only use so much, it just lasts forever. Like it lasts so hmm. long, yeah, it's amazing. So
0: pretty much. So, do you use any of the typical fitness uh, supplements? I don't know, like fat burners, anything like that, or just collagen, cascara root? Yeah, that's yeah. Good. I
1: take, <laughs> uh, we take uh, aspirin, vitamin K. Um, okay. And yeah, that's probably the main ones. Occasionally, some vitamin E. Um, you know, do them. episode. food, huh? like normal yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we take out, we developed the liver to capsules because people, for the people who didn't like liver and I just, Emma and I just take them now because it's easy, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, liver yeah. Liver. And um,
0: so how, how is your state of health now? I mean,
1: menstrual oh, cycle everyone, is
0: good. Really
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so occasionally, like, uh, it's interesting now, like, I've got way more in tune with my body and our, our business is stressful, you know, it's we're busy and big now. And, you know, sometimes, like, if I don't purposely make an effort to really prep my food in advance and you know do it you know do the rough tracking sometimes like i got into this period of where i was like just not, not that I was purposely not eating but like i'd have breakfast and i'd be so busy and get to lunchtime i hadn't eaten
0: You just forget yeah, yeah
1: and you know i just was under eating so you know like if i ever i know when my body stresses my cycle will get shorter so like it'll come mm-hmm. up like 24 days and i'm like oh, okay right you probably need to doll it back a bit like have a bit more rest eat a bit more food get a bit more sun you know so it seems like you
0: don't have any fancy tricks you know it just seems like you just less stress and just eating food and working out and just doing you that's really the basis of it all yeah
1: oh totally like i yeah. feel like <laughs> just get so deep into the supplements and think that there's going to be this magic pill but it really is like the women that get the best results in our program It's doing the, the basics consistently and really balancing your blood sugar and fueling your body and eating regularly and getting the, the good foods in like the liver or the liver tablets or, and the oysters, the carrot salad,
0: mm-hmm. getting, red,
1: getting sun, getting enough salt, you know, like and doing it consistently over a long period of time, you know, because yeah. this is a lifestyle change. It's not like you're going to go, I'm going to do this for like six months and I'm just going to go back to how I was. This is, mm-hmm. you know, um, something that you can do. Yeah,
0: it's just like with training. It's just like with training, right? You can do all the fancy kind of new equipment and use this yeah. ball and this stability thing and that. Yeah. But if you can't do a fucking pull-up or a regular fucking squat or just some, you, if you can't, if you're super weak on all of those things, yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: Well, got it no doesn't muscle. matter. So you got no muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: just got to work on those basics and that's I say the same thing with training, you know. It's mm-hmm. just you got to do them consistently like you cuz if you're doing that basic thing once a month and then all the other fancy things, you know, every other day, that's not going to work either.
1: Totally. And it just takes time. It takes time. Time.
0: Yeah. Time. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's been awesome. I don't know. Yeah. I think I you're like you're speedy, you're fast answering all the <laughs> questions. <laughs> Thanks for your time. It's no, you were good.
1: It's good because I'm hungry. I'm like, usually I usually have my lunch. All right, again. I'll let you go yeah. eat. <laughs> yeah. I'll look, you got to keep eating, right? Of course. i got to balance my blood sugar. i start to get hungry. Yeah. Well, thanks no, so much. Never
0: want a woman to get hungry. Jesus Christ, you that's not. scary.
1: <laughs> well, thanks so much for um, chatting to me. Enjoy.
0: Thank you very much for coming on. Maybe we can do this again sometime.
1: Yeah, sounds awesome. Thanks.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Take care. I'll see you next time. <laughs>